Good evening. This is Bud Ludenberg bringing you selections from my own record collection in a program we call Bud's Corner. Each Sunday night at this time, I'll be playing the great swing music of the 30s and 40s, the big bands in their heyday, the small groups, the great individualists. Sometimes we'll dip back into the 1920s to explore the beginnings of this wonderful music we call jazz, and sometimes we'll venture into the later years to appreciate the new ideas in even some of the mainstream players of today. But whatever it is, it will swing. Our format is to feature a single artist each week, but since jazz is generally a collective form of music, that always gives us a chance to hear a variety of musicians. Our featured artist for tonight is Stan Getz. Getz is uh, from the later period of winning most of his fame starting in the 1950s. He was born in, Feb in Philadelphia, February 2nd, 1927, and by the age of 16 he was a full-time musician playing with Jack Teagarden's orchestra. He was with Stan Kenton for a short time in 1944 and 45, but it was in 1947 when he joined Woody Herman and in the next two-year period while he was with Herman that he began to win the international fame that he now has. During that period, Herman had four great saxophonists who became known as the Four Brothers, and they recorded some of the uh, bop music that uh, Herman was playing at that time. One of the famous tunes that they recorded and from which they were named is the tune itself entitled Four Brothers. At that time, uh, Getz was playing along with uh, other well-known people named uh, Zoot Sims, Al Cohn, and Sergei uh, Chaloff. We're going to hear Four Brothers, but this is from Woody uh, Herman's 1976 uh, 40th uh, anniversary concert at Carnegie Hall. At that time, Herman reassembled the Four Brothers. He'll introduce them, and they'll be playing it just as they did years before in that uh, great swing that they had. This is Four Brothers. We got some more brothers here. Here's a man that wrote it, Jimmy Jufre. Thank you. 
Herman's band had uh, started in the mid-30s and was originally uh, called the band that played the blues. They were well known by the uh, uh, early 40s, but it was in this period from 1947 to 49 that Herman really established himself as one of the great jazz orchestras uh, of America. That orchestra was loaded with talent. In addition to the uh, four brothers, uh, the great bassist Chubby Jackson was there, pianist, composer Ralph Burns, the Candoli brothers were in the trumpet section, and uh, they were, they had great musicians and great writers. During this period also, Stan Getz established himself uh, with an international reputation. The song that probably did this more than anything else was the composition by Ralph Burns, a smooth, slow one that uh, highlighted the Getz uh, style uh, admirably. The tune is Early Autumn. Again, this is from the uh, Herman 40th Anniversary Concert. Ralph Burns is uh, back with the Herman Orchestra playing piano as, since he was a composer. So this is Getz soloing, soloing on Early Autumn. One, two,
Goetz was a fine interpreter of ballads, as is evidenced uh, there. It is said that uh, he was greatly influenced by Lester Young and plays in the Cools style uh, that was um, uh, prevalent during the 1950s. When you listen to that, you can also hear the influence of Johnny Hodges. Getz left the Herman Orchestra in 1949, and from that period on has spent most of his time playing in small groups, uh, both in America and in Europe. The next record is, was made in 1950 with a small group that we associate mostly with uh, the bop style. This is Al Haig on piano, Tommy Potter bass, Roy Haynes drum. Um, this is Hershey Bar. good evidence of the Getz cool liquid style. He continued playing with small groups uh, through the early 1950s. This is a record made with Horace Silver and a similar group in 1951. It shows a Getz in a more driving, authoritative style. This is Melody Express. Mm -hmm. 
Most of the uh, latter part of the 1950s residing in Europe, headquartering, headquartering in Copenhagen. With his exposure there and that in America, he won wide recognition as the top tenor saxophonist of the 1950s. He continued to play in small groups. This is another record from uh, that period, an old New Orleans tune, Thou Swell, played with much the same group, Al Haig, Jimmy Rainey, Tiny Khan, the old Woody Herman uh, drummer, is on this. It's a fine, swinging set. This is Thou Swell. <laughs> Thank you. 
was Thou Swell, Stan Getz with Al Haig on piano, Jimmy Rainey, guitar, Ben Kotick on bass, and Tiny Khan on drums. It is evident by now that Getz was a wonderful technician. He was to further expand his horizons in the late 1950s in a series of records with the great baritone saxophonist Jerry Mulligan. Mulligan and Getz were kindred spirits. They were both firmly rooted in the swing era, but uh, played much of the modern bop music that was being played in the 1950s. They had the best of both worlds. This is a record from the late 1950s entitled That Old Feeling. It's a wonderful combination of Getz and Mulligan together and listen to the interplay uh, between them as they play simultaneously. This is That Old Feeling.
That old feeling, Stan Gutz and uh, Jerry Mulligan in the late 1950s. During that period, Getz recorded with uh, various top artists of the day. Here's one with the Oscar Peterson Trio, which at that time consisted of the great guitarist Herb Ellis and bassist Ray Brown. This is a 1957 recording of Three Little Words. At that uh, time, during the 1950s was the probably the height of Getz's popularity. He was winning the downbeat polls almost every year as the top tenor saxophonist of the uh, of that uh, era, and uh, it was well deserved uh, recognition that he was getting. This is Getz with the Oscar Peterson Trio, 1957. Three little words. Thank you. 
Three Little Words, Stad Gats with the Oscar Peterson trio consisting of Herb Ellis and Ray Brown. In the 1960s, Gats continued to expand uh, his style and popularity. He was the first jazz musician to incorporate the bossa nova style of melodic and rhythmic playing. In 1964, he made, along with Hobeam and Gilberto, the record which became the uh, best jazz album or was voted the best jazz album of 1964. Uh, the song from it became well known and uh, this version uh, was heard far and wide. It is the girl from Ipanema, Stan Getz with Gilberto and Hobim. <laughs> Que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça Ela menina que vem que passa Um doce balanço, caminho do mar Moça do corpo dourado, do sol de Ipanema O seu balançado é mais que um poema É a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar Que estou tão sozinho Ah, porque tudo é tão triste Ah, beleza que existe A beleza que não é só minha Que também passa sozinha se ela soubesse que quando ela passa O mundo sorrindo se enche de graça E fica mais lindo por causa do amor
was the girl from Ipanema, Stan Getz. Despite his venture into the bossa nova field, Getz continued to record uh, truly jazz works and also continued to work with some of the uh, uh, great jazz musicians of the time. He, had, he continued working with Jerry Mulligan, but um, also did a number of albums with trombonist Bob Brookmeyer. This is 1961, and Brookmeyer, like uh, Mulligan and Getz, was rooted in the uh, swing era, but still playing in uh, uh, the playing the modern things that were uh, the rage of that day. This is Getz and Brookmeyer. Nice work if you can get it. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
That was nice work if you can get it. Stan Getz and Bob Brookmeyer. Getz is known for his liquid, languid style, but he didn't always play that way, and he could be intense and driving. Nowhere is this heard better than on the last selection we're going to play. It's, again, Getz with Jerry Mulligan. The tune is the Charlie Parker bop flag waver, Scrapple from Apple, and uh, this is an intense driving Getz. He has to be to keep up with Mulligan, and he holds his own well. This is 1957. Gets and Mulligan, Scrapple from Apple. Thank <laughs> you. 
and Mulligan, Scrapple from the Apple. The pianist was Lou Levy. He was here recently for the Mary College Jazz Festival. Stan Getz is now 56 years of age. He is one of the acknowledged masters of the tenor saxophone. Not a radical innovator, but he has always gone his own way. He is a modernist, but firmly rooted in the swing era. His tone is lovely, probably the loveliest in all jazz, often lush. He is still playing, and uh, just recently I read that he was opening with his quartet in Denver. Well, it's been a pleasure to bring records for you again. This is Bud Lundberg from Bud's Corner, uh, wishing you good night. Our featured artist next uh, Sunday will be Glenn Gray and the Casaloma Orchestra. And then, as always, swing will be the thing. ¶¶